This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, June 30th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, the Savage One, Mr. Tony Spark. Tony, how you doing on this Wednesday morning? Hey, doing good. Uh, great to be back uh, on the radio. It's been uh, it's been a week. We took a little breather and uh, here we are. Yeah, I went, I went down to Southern California um, late last week, left last uh, Wednesday, go see my boys, hang out with them, came back Monday, had every intention of doing the show yesterday, but by the time I got back, putting all of the show together, it just didn't happen. So, you know what, we took yesterday off, let Tony sleep in a little bit, and, uh, you know, got a great show put together for a Wednesday, which is today. Yeah, here we are, man. Yeah, and if I'm lagging a little bit, I apologize. I mean, these uh, getting out at like 1.30, a.m. and uh, up early is a little on the – it's a little hard. So I'll do my best to be energetic and wacky and zany and all that other crap that comes along. So Well, and by lagging, you don't mean in the digital video sense. You mean mm. mentally just yeah, uh, trying yeah, to get going once, here. Yeah, for once it ain't Comcast. It's mentally me, so – Hey, fair enough. You know, it's those hours they have you working is tough. But, uh, you know, I I certainly appreciate you. I know the listeners appreciate you getting up in the morning doing this with us. And, uh, yeah, we'll have a couple new shows lined up for the rest of the week. Probably take uh, Monday off because Monday is, you know, the day after Fourth of July. And then uh, we'll see what next week looks like. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. In any case, you know what? Let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question from my co-host, Tony. What is the most ironic way one could die in an airplane accident? The most ironic way? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't have an ironic way. <laughs> I, I guess choking on a peanut in your uh you know the from the free sample they give you there you go um like on a southwest flight or something that could count well in this case at least four people have died in an airplane with recreational skydivers in training aboard and it crashed at an airfield in the siberian region of Kemerovo. so basically uh skydivers who were wearing parachutes died in a 
plane accident. There were conflicting reports of how many people were aboard the L-410 aircraft on June 19th, but later officials were quoted as saying that four people had died and 15 more were injured. A local branch of the Federal Investigator's Office said it was looking into the case of the accident, sorry, the causes of the accident, which occurred near Tenay Airfield at around 10 a.m. local time. It was said the plane was returning to the airfield after one of the pilots radioed that one of the aircraft's engines had failed and that it apparently clipped a tree with its wing and crashed. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's sad anytime somebody loses their lives, but uh, you would assume that if an engine was failing and, uh, you know, they needed to get out of there, they all had parachutes strapped on, just everybody out. Yeah, that's insane that they didn't make it alive, especially with the uh, parachutes and, you know, but that's a risk. Every time you get up in a plane, you never know. So <laughs> Now, in Russia, do you think they uh, yell Geronimo when they jump out? <laughs> No, I don't know what they yell. They, they, we have to get off the plane. that's going to crash. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they, uh, they, they yell, uh, Vladimir Lenin. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, I doubt it's Geronimo. Though. Yeah, yeah. That's a little more uh, U.S. centric. But uh, in yeah. any case, you know, like I said, it, it's sad, but uh, ironic nonetheless. Well, folks, it is Wednesday. We've got a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? Hump Day! Yeah! It is Hump Day, and as we do on Hump Days, we've got Words Are Hard. We've got a segment called I Can't Drive, 55, and of course, we're closing out the day with This Day in History. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, aha! Uh-huh. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah! Full of exclusive loot, fun surprises, and delivered to your door every month! Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy! <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude! Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box! Woohoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F E N I X media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. And we've got a little thing we talk about each episode. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour day, seven-day-week voicemail line, giving you guys, the listeners and watchers, an opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you knew somebody who died as ironically as somebody uh, who's a skydiver in a plane accident. We want to hear about it. 
Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, it is Wednesday, and as we like to do on Wednesdays, and something we say pretty much every day when our mouths get uh, the run on us, words are hard, you know? We like to explore the English language, some of the weirdness, intricacies, and... and, uh, just the weird way that the English language works with the segment that I've already mentioned, Words Are Hard. So in today's Words Are Hard tone, I figured I'd try something that might help us out in the future, doing vocal warm-up tongue twisters. So uh, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and give you a tongue twister, see if you can say it three times fast, and maybe that'll help you out with the rest of the show. I'll try it as well. Obviously, I uh, wouldn't expect you to do it uh, without me doing it as well. So uh, you ready to get into this? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So the first tongue twister that we're using as a vocal warm-up here in Words Are Hard is pad kid poured curd pulled cod. So again, that's pad kid, poured curd, pulled cod. Pad kid, poured curd, pad cod? Pulled cod. Pulled cod. Pad kid, poured uh, cod. It's too much for for my brain to remember this morning. Pad kid. Poured curd, pulled cod. Poured curd, pulled cod. That's a hell of a tongue twister. To help you out, I'll go ahead and try first, and then uh, we'll let you uh, try as well. So... Here we go. Three times fast. So, pad kid poured curd pulled cod. Pad kid poured curd pulled cod. Pad kid poured curd curd. So close. (laughs) Uh, All right. So, I got two times through. Tony, do you want to give it uh, just an educated try? Sure. Pad kid poured curd pulled cod. Pad kid poured curd pulled cod. Pad kid poured curd pulled cod. Perfect. That's about the best I can do. I I have to look at it. My... The mentally, uh, the mental part of my brain to try to remember that crap is not functioning very well this morning. So that's a little harder for me. So luckily, when I put it in the search engine, it pulled up and I was able to read it. There so you go. I was going to say, yeah, you know, uh, so it's too hard. I don't know why. In a normal sense, it wouldn't be too hard to remember. But uh, this morning, that is it's a lot to put up there. <laughs> well, let's keep rolling on with words are hard. We're talking vocal warm-up tongue twisters. All right, this next one, again, sort of short but sweet, but uh, not easy. So here's the tongue twister. How can a clam cram in a clean cream can? Again, that's how can a clam cram in a clean cream can? So I'm going to go ahead and give it a shot. Let's try it three times fast. How can a clam cram in a clean cream can? How can a clam cram in a clean cream can? How can a clam cram in a clean cream can? Ooh, nailed it. <laughs> Good job, man. Good job. All right. You ready, Tone? It's all you. Ready. How can a clam cram in a clean cram? Oh, see, I already screwed that up. <laughs> how, can a, how can a clam cram in a clean cream can? How can a clam cream in a clean cream can? How can a clam cream and a clean cream clam damn yeah that's 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 a tough one i don't know but if a a clam is creaming in a clean can then uh we've got other problems again search engine it says how can a clam 
cram in a clean cream can. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it's gross. It's cram fun to try. And cream. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a little on the dirty side, you know. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> I, I, I think it, you just get to the point where it's. Uh, oh um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. There you go. That one works out well. <laughs> I was I was gonna do the trending button because it always seems that it's the uh, this sound button. There you go. Maybe it wasn't trending today. Let's yeah, keep, it was not. Yeah. Let's keep rolling out with words are hard. Especially today because we are doing tongue twisters for vocal warm ups. Here's our next one tone. Send toast to ten tense stout saints, ten tall tents. Send here it is again. Send toast to ten tense stout saints, ten tall tents. I should have sent this uh, list to you beforehand, but uh, here we go. I'm going to give it a try three times fast. Send toast to ten tense stout. Wow, not See, that even was once. Tough, yeah. Let's try it again. Send toast to ten tents stout saints, ten tall tents. Send toast to ten tents stout. Boy, I can't do this one. You sound like Porky Pig. That's all, folks. Yeah, that one's tough. Jeez, I'm gonna screw that up too. I have it up here, so I can at least read it. So, because uh, there's no way in hell I would remember that if you asked me to. <laughs> just wouldn't retain it. Uh, send toast to ten ten stout saints ten tall tents. Send toast to ten ten stout saints ten tall tents. Send toast to ten ten stout saints ten tall tents. Hey, you did better than I did. Ooh, yeah, that's that a tough, tough one. <laughs> but that's the point of this, and I have a feeling that uh, you know maybe segments three and four will go just that much smoother because we're doing our vo- vocal warm ups here. So. Vocal warm ups. <laughs> Let's keep rolling out with words are hard. <laughs> oh, tongue twister vocal warm ups. Here's our next one. 33 thirsty thundering thoroughbreds thumped Mr. Thurber on Thursday on the Thunder Mug. No, I added that last part. Um, let's do it again. 33 okay. thirsty thundering thoroughbreds thumped Mr. Thurber on Thursday. I tend to do better with these TH ones than I do the S's and the ST's, but uh, let me give it a try three times okay. fast. 33 thirsty. <clears throat> Boy, couldn't even get through the first three words. 33 thirsty thundering thoroughbreds thumped Mr. Thurber on Thursday. 33 thirsty thundering thoroughbreds thumped Mr. Thurber on Thursday. 33 thirsty thundering thoroughbreds thumped Mr. Thurber on Thursday. All right. Hey, you did good with that one. Did all that, right. was, that, that was a good one. All right. You ready to give, your, <laughs> give it a shot? Yeah, let's, let's give it a shot. 33 thirsty thundering thoroughbreds thumped Mr. Thurber on Thursday. 33 thirsty thundering thoroughbreds thumped Mr. Thurber on Thursday. 33 thirsty thundering thoroughbreds thumped Mr. Thurber on Thursday. Fantastic tone. Boy, you're almost uh, better at this than I am. Yo, <laughs> it's I, not couldn't easy. Do the, I couldn't do the creamy clam, dude. That one was a little hard. <laughs> but to be fair, you know, who wants to do the uh, creamy clam? Some, some, someone does. <laughs> oh, my. Exactly. All right, rolling on. Words are hard. All right. We know we do well with the THs. Okay, with the Ss. Let's try some Bs here with our uh, tongue twister vocal warm-ups. 
This is a longer one, but uh, hopefully a little bit easier. The tongue twister is brisk, brave brigadiers brandish broad, bright blades, blunderbusses, and bludgeons balancing them badly. Whew. Again, that's brisk, brave brigadiers brandished broad, bright blades, blunderbusses, and bludgeons balancing them badly. So here we go. I'm going to try it three times fast. Brisk, brave brigadiers brandish broad, bright blades, blunderbusses, and bludgeons balancing them badly. Ooh, that was a tough one. Brisk, brave brag. Brisk brig brigadiers brandish broad bright blades, blunderbusses and bludges balancing them badly. Brisk brave brigadiers brandish broad bright blade. Yeah, that one's going to be a tough one. Jeez. All right, Tone. I couldn't do it. I have all the faith in the world for you. All right. Brisk brave brigadiers brandish broad bright blades, blunderbusses and blunderings. Was it bludgeons? Bludgeons. Bludgeons. Balancing them badly. See, I already butchered that. Brisk, brave brigadiers brandish broad, bright blades, blunderbusses, and bludgeons, balancing them, balancing them badly. Brisk, brave brigadiers brandish broad, bright blades, blunderbusses, blunderings, <laughs> balancing them badly. Oof, that was. <laughs> I was a train wreck. I can't even say blunderings. Ooh, that is a tough one. But yeah, that's a tough one. Oof. You know, obviously, uh, you know, the whole purpose of these is to, uh, you know, work your way through and, you know, up in speed. But, uh, you know, we're just trying them three times fast at this point. But, uh, you know, if you are in a, you know, if you're a singer or an actor or do a radio show, you know, these are great vocal warm-ups to uh, get you ready to, uh, you know, get out there and, and do what you do. So uh, with that being said, let's keep moving on with Words Are Hard. Vocal warm-up tongue twisters. Here's one that I've heard in the past that I struggle with, but uh, we're going to give it a try. It is imagine an imaginary menagerie manager managing an imaginary menagerie. Again, that's imagine an imaginary menagerie manager managing an imaginary menagerie. So here we go. Three times fast. Imagine an imaginary menagerie manager managing an imaginary menagerie. Imagine an imaginary menagerie manager managing a menagerie. (laughs) At some point, it just like it it all just blows together. It's like imagine, 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 imagine. And then it's that word menagerie that sort of throws a, a crux into it. So I couldn't do it. Tony, go ahead and give it a try. All right. Imagine imaginary uh, menagerie manager managing managing an imaginary menagerie. Imagine an imaginary menagerie manager imagining nailed it. Imaginary, yeah. And imagine. Okay, one more time. Imagine an imaginary menagerie manager imagining managing an imaginary menagerie. Ugh, I can't do that one. It's too much. That is a tough one. I've always struggled with that one. But at the same time, you know, it's good warm-up work. And then finally here on Words Are Hard. All right. Uh, Don't know about the content of this one. It doesn't sound quite right, but uh, we're going to work on those R's. So it's Rory the Warrior and Roger the Warrior are reared wrongly in a rural brewery. Again, that's Rory the Warrior and Roger the Warrior are reared wrongly in a rural brewery. So let me try it uh, three times fast. <clears throat> Don't think I'm going to get it. Rory the Warrior <laughs> and Roger the Warrior are reared wrongly in a rural brewery. 
Rory the Warrior and Roger the Warrior are reared wrongly in a rural brewery. I just want to run into that. Ba wa wa wa. Wa 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 all right. I couldn't do it, Tone. Maybe you can uh, okay. give it a shot, and uh, we'll go ahead and close out the segment. Rory the Warrior and Roger Warrior were reared wrongly in a rural brewery. Rory the Warrior and Roger Warrior were reared wrongly in the rural brewery. Rory the Roger and Rory the I can't do it, the third one. Rory the Rory. Oh, yeah. Rory the Rory. He's a warrior! Rory the Warrior! That's all that counts, right? (laughs) Oh, it was tough, but you know what? Maybe it helped us for these next upcoming segments. And either way, folks, that does it. Four words are hard. When we come back, we've got a segment called I Can't Drive 55. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show and we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now if you do want to enjoy us from the comfort of your own couch or on the go, Download the NGBN.TV mobile app or smart TV app and uh, go ahead and find the Phoenix Media channel. You can get this great show and other great Phoenix Media shows as well. Or if you want to get a hold of us on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony Spark. That's S-P-A-R-K 81 or on Instagram at Tony.SanFilippo81. Now, in in this segment, uh, obviously, I mentioned that uh, last week, drove down to Southern California to see my boys, came back up on Monday, and that drive down is typically about an 11-hour drive. The drive back up was nine, nine and a half, but uh, either way, it's a lot of time on the road, and it got me thinking about uh, something that we all do when we're in the car in a segment that I like to call... Good old Sammy. I can't drive 55. (laughs) So pulled up a list of memes that are car related that uh, apply to pretty much everybody and uh, to some people more than others. So uh, let's go ahead and start with the first one. Of course, it's a picture of somebody reaching for the radio knob and it says, I'm lost. Time to turn down the radio so I can see better. I don't know if you do that tone, but uh, you know, if I'm like looking for a specific house or a business or a, a street number, I do the same thing, or a parking spot. I'll turn the volume down for whatever reason, just to see if I can like concentrate better. Don't know why I do it, but it is something that apparently other people do as well. Yeah, I tend to do that. You know, when I do it the most is when it's snowing or something, or if it's bad weather. For some reason, I turn off all music. I don't know if that's just a weird psychological thing. It doesn't make me drive any better or anything. It just... For some reason, if I turn it down, maybe things get more serious. I have no idea. <laughs> but I but I do do that, though. Yeah. Or if I got to pay attention, like, because traffic just got really bad and you got to merge and all that crap. 
No, it makes sense. But I mean, at the same time, it doesn't make sense because it's something we all do. But uh, how radio relates to your ability to see, who knows? Well, let's, yeah, exactly. keep, let's keep rolling on with. Now, I like to pride myself as a pretty conscientious driver, always aware of what's going on around me. But we all have had these moments. It says, when you realize in the middle of driving that you legit haven't been paying attention at all. How am I alive? Who gave me a license? And yeah, I mean, there's times where, yeah, you can't remember the last 20 minutes of your drive because you were in your own head, but somehow you stayed in your lane, you you did everything you were supposed to be doing, but uh, you're alive and, and nobody's taking your license from you yet. Man, there's a lot of times that's happened where I've just blanked out into space listening to music, a podcast, um, whether I did a quick glance at my phone or something. It just feels like time just went like that. And you're like, well, how the hell did I not like run a stoplight or kill anybody doing this? Because I don't remember any of the drive like it. That happens a lot. And I and then I really I think retrospect, I'm like, I don't I I can't explain how I just did that. Like you just up cruise control, you know, autopilot. Yeah. Yeah. Something, uh, you know, luckily your brain has the wherewithal to, to get you where you need to go, but at the same time, probably best to be paying attention at all times. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Let's keep moving on with. Uh, this one is simple, but of course it's something we all do. It is a image of somebody going like this, just sticking their hand out the international hand symbol for what the hell is this guy doing? We all do it. What the hell is he doing? You know, you, you stick your hand out, and uh, we all know it. It's it's uh, universal. Yeah. So you're just sticking your hand out, like how is it? How's the hand signal? Is it it's just it's, like you, <laughs> like you just you're just doing that just because when you're driving. Yeah, you know, like if somebody, uh, you know, like pulls into one lane and then pulls into the other, you know, you stick your hand out like, you know, what are they doing? Of course, nobody can see you. They can't see you. And oftentimes there's nobody else in the car, but you still make the hand gesture. Sometimes there's there's a certain finger that goes up when when I do that. (laughs) that. That's a different hand gesture. That is. Yep. That one's a universal one that I'm sure everybody can understand if they saw. Yep. <laughs> Let's keep rolling on. In I Can't Drive 55, we're talking car memes that are fairly universal. Here's a picture of uh, SpongeBob satisfied and, and, you know, just happy with himself. And it's uh, captioned. When a car changes lanes to pass you and gets stuck behind a slower car. Love it. I love it when that happens. You know, especially you have those people who are just cruising through, cutting through. And, you know, you realize if I stay in the same lane, I'm not getting there any slower or faster than this jackass. And, of course, they get stuck behind the guy in the Prius. And uh, there's always something just a little satisfying yeah. when uh, they end up 18 cars behind you. Yeah, for me, it's... It- I always look at that as the old office space rule. It doesn't matter. Whatever lane you jump in is going to be the lane that's not moving. Um, (laughs) Even though it's moving at that time until you jump in it, then it doesn't go. But I love it when the impatient a-hole just like goes in and out and then they, they get stuck up. Yeah. I watched a guy do that yesterday, just in and out. And I'm like, he's either going to cause a wreck and he was in such a hurry to get up there. And, 
I ended up passing him, and he was in the fast lane, which is ironic. <laughs> I was in the slow lane. So, Well, it's funny you brought up the office space rule. So uh, when driving, it really doesn't affect me. I find that that rule applies to me in cashier lines. Like if I'm going to Costco and I pick the shortest line, I'll get in there, and then I get stuck behind the person paying with a check, or they're changing cashiers and have to count out the drawers, or there's a return or something along those lines, and it never fails with me. Yeah, you're like, this is a fast line. Nope, it's now, if you're with Christian, it's a slow lane. It is. Well, thank God they got the self-checkout, but even that one's not very good because you always get the ones that think they can pay with cash. Right. So you're probably just as screwed going to the self-checkout because there's also, that's another thing. Maybe one day just pet peeves with that, but it's just like the self-checkout's meant for fast items, quick, in, out. You know, people bring like their flatbeds and the whole carts. They right. unload the damn thing. It's like, you know, are you really going to lift that big, heavy ass water onto the sensor thing? Hell no, you're not. It's, <laughs> it, it boggles my brain when I see that. I'm like, I see it all the time. Go too. The it's, yeah. Just let the cashier scan it. What are you doing? You can't cure ah. stupid. Let's get rolling on with. <laughs> this one on I Can't Drive 55. Uh, again, I, I feel for this person. They write, uh, me at home. Why isn't there more kindness in the world? Me while driving. I hate every single person on this planet, especially on the longer drives when you get stuck behind people who aren't obeying the rules of the road. I absolutely agree. I love people in general, but when driving, I hate everybody. Well, the, I've, written, I've, I've been in the car with you many times, and, and I definitely see it. It's... Uh, yeah, it's always come on, drive, people. They just people don't know how to drive, dude. It's ridiculous. They just yeah. Don't it's it's insane. <laughs> Speaking of driving, of course, this is one that happens all the time on longer trips. It's a picture of a uh, woman, and of course, the caption above her is me going twenty miles above the speed limit. Then picture of a guy who's about two inches away from her, eyes locked, and says the BMW behind me. Yeah, you always find, and it's always a BMW driver. No matter how fast you're going, they are riding your ass, even if you're passing people. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, it's super insane how, like... It's always somebody that's just got to ride your ass right there. So. Well, it's funny, the certain stereotypes of certain vehicles. You know, the BMW driver, that's who that is. I mentioned the Prius. You know, the Prius is the person you never want to get stuck behind, especially on an uphill, because they always drive 10 miles under the speed limit. Very strange. <laughs> it's strange. Let's keep Very rolling strange. Uh, this one I get a kick out of uh, most cars, at least in the uh, passenger seat and the driver's seat. Right above the door, they have that handle. Somebody puts a picture of that, uh, that handle and says, serious question, what the hell is this for? Person responds, for my mom to dramatically grab when I'm going 26 in a 25. Or for me to dramatically grab when uh, Tony's driving. So mm -hmm. <laughs> you're a better driver now than, than you used to be, for sure. I, I think I've gotten better, yeah. It's the long, <laughs> the long commutes and stuff, and I'm good. I don't speed a whole lot anymore either. <laughs> I, I stick it to about five. Like if I know I'm on long stretches, I kind of look at the speed limit sign, 
and go, okay, I can go about five, six over, like right in that range, mm-hmm. and just set it so that way I don't get Mr. Leadfoot. Because sometimes you just want to get where you're going. Exactly. Speaking of getting where you all want to go, we're almost done with this segment, but not before we bring in this final one in. And this is just a very simple lesson. It's the steps on how to parallel park. It's one step. That step, park somewhere else. I'm a good <laughs> parallel parker, but uh, most people are not. And uh, yeah, rule of thumb, you know what? If you can't parallel park, just figure out somewhere else just to go. park. Exactly. You know, the frustrating ones are on the busy streets where you you have to be real quick. Like if there's a side parking road right there and you have to parallel park, it's the cars that are like, they got to do it like a bunch of different angles and times. It's like, now oh, I'm busy road. Exactly. If you can't just zip in and do it, then get the hell going. Yeah. yeah. Find something else. Well, yeah. what we don't want you to find something else is, uh, you know, another show because we are headed into the final segment of this episode. And you know what that means. It's time for this day in history. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks, and we've made it to the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? <laughs> Thanks, Bender. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. Be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. Like, subscribe, tongue twister it up, and put it out there. I have nothing really good to follow that up. That's okay. Well, as we like to do at the end of each show, we like to drop a little knowledge on you, hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right, kicking things off this day in 1548. The Augsburg Interim, issued by Charles V, becomes law, orders Lutherans to return to Catholic practices with some concessions. It's funny, I was just having this conversation with uh, Jesse on the drive back that it is amazing how much death and destruction and war was all caused from not only religion in general, but Christianity between the different sects of the religion. You know, my Christianity is better than your Christianity. Die. It is crazy. It's that's how it was uh, big time in the past. There, my way is the right way. I'm Charles Five. No, my way is the right way. I'm Charles Six. <laughs> but you practice some Catholicism. Luther, I'm a Lutheran. I am too. My way is better than yours. Moving on, this day in 1860, and of course, uh, this guy, 
bucked the trends for all of those on the religious side. But uh, the famous debate on Charles Darwin's theory of evolution is held at the Oxford University Museum and dominated by arguments between Thomas Henry Huxley and Bishop Samuel, Samuel Wilberforce. Well, that's Wilberforce! A, Wilberforce 5. <laughs> Being the fact that he's, that he's a bishop, my guess is that uh, Huxley was on the side of Darwin. Of course, uh, Wilberforce was uh, on the side of religion. Just yeah. a guess. I would be a good guess. I, I would assume that would be it. I just like that name, Wilberforce. Moving on this day in 1906. Uh, I can't imagine before 1906 and this not existing, but uh, U.S. Congress passes the Meat Inspection Act and the Pure Food and Drug Act. These laws owe much of much to the expose journalism of the period of Upton Sinclair's The Jungle in particular. Uh, yeah, prior to 1906, there was no government regulation. There was no uh, levels of standards for meats and foods. If you got sick, you got sick. Meh, too bad. Yeah, no, I. it's a great thing that they have this in place to avoid, you know, because that meat, you know, as good as it is, if you're not properly cook it and and it ain't in good shape, man. It'll definitely get you. Holy cow. Oh, yeah. Just ask uh, 7-Eleven Tony from uh, a year and a half ago. Two, so. two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago to the date. Uh, two days ago, actually. No kidding. That was Sage, yeah, it was Sage's birthday. That's how I know. Because I went to go see Sage at the <laughs> hospital when he was born. And now he's two. So, yeah. It's been two years. Forever you'll remember. Moving on yep. this day in 19, the 1908, at 41 years and three months, future baseball Hall of Fame pitcher Cy Young becomes the oldest player to record a third career no-hitter as the Boston Red Sox beat the New York Highlanders 8-0. to zero. They need to bring Isn't back that, that team name, the Highlanders. Yeah, there can be only one. Cool, that's a cool name, yeah. There can only be one, and it was not the Highlanders that at that time. What a cool baseball name. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Cleveland should look at that if they don't if they don't become the spiders, like the Cleveland Highlanders. That would be cool. Yeah, it's just kind of a cool name, actually. Yeah. Same day, 1908, a giant fireball, most likely caused by the airburst of a large meteoroid or comet, flattens 80 million trees near the stony Tunguska River in Yenisek Governorate. Russia. Good what job. It? Good job. That was a that's tough a hard one, one to say. That, the... That's more than a tongue twister there. Yenisek governed Russia. We had the big stony river a disaster. This big fireball fall from sky. Smashy, smashy trees. Lots of them. 80 million of them. They were all <laughs> smashed. All by the stony river. I, it was the most insane thing I ever heard. And there's a photograph. And yeah, those trees are laid out. Oof. Well... Oh. You got something coming from space, you know. Yep. It, if it isn't, if it isn't Tej and Roman's uh, Pontiac Fiero coming from space, it's got to be an asteroid. So there you go. Let's keep rolling on this day in 1909. Jack Johnson fights Tony Ross to a no decision in six rounds at the Duquesne Garden, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, to retain his heavyweight boxing title. I wonder where he found the time to box between writing songs like Bubbly Toes. Yeah. <laughs> Bubbly toes are gonna go six rounds with Tony Ross. <laughs> oh, let's jump ahead a little bit. This day in 1936, Margaret Mitchell's novel Gone with the Wind is published. Obviously, it's made into a wildly popular movie. Um, didn't realize it was a novel first. I thought it was written for the screen. 
Yeah, I thought it was just a movie. Did not know it was a novel. So you learned something Friday, new every day. I bet Friday knew it was a novel. Is that one of her favorites? I, I think it's one of her favorite movies, yeah. Very cool. Moving on this day. She'll, she'll chime in like three days later, to, and I won't understand what she's chiming in about. That's okay. <laughs> this day in 1955, The Johnny Carson Show debuts on CBS TV, and it ran all the way up through like 91. Isn't that weird? That is weird. That he was a hell of a. Uh, he's the he's the uh, gold standard for uh, late show uh, talk TV. He was long lasting and uh, crazy that it was on CBS before he eventually became the Tonight Show host. Yeah, and it's funny because I have trouble watching any of the late night shows now. I can take Jimmy Fallon in, in small doses and Jimmy Kimmel in small doses. I can't stand James Corden. Um, Boy, who else is doing it at this point? Um, Conan bailed. Yep. I did. I did watch Conan's stuff, his final, but I usually catch him on YouTube. I catch the highlights or the best of it. I don't typically sit and watch it anymore. But uh, um, yeah, that's that's all I can think of anymore. There used to be a ton of them. Well, with streaming services, it's not as you know, uh, appointment television as it used to be. You know, if you were up at 11 o'clock at night, you were watching one of the late night shows. Yeah. It's just the way it was. It's, it's, it's either Kimmel or, uh, or, uh, or Fallon. Fallon. Those yeah. are the two big ones. Well, let's roll on. This day in 1977, Marvel Comics publishes the Kiss book, tributing rock group Kiss. Of course, I get a kick out of the fact that they put a picture of Stan Lee versus uh, like Gene Simmons, who would, throw a fit because he needs to have his face on just about everything exactly um i found uh i was talking to jimmy on the pop culture kaboom and he was telling me that gene simmons has collected he has every prototype every first issue or first run of anything kiss related which doesn't surprise me it's his band it's his right. product but that's pretty <laughs> damn cool like he has every first run so i have no doubt that he has the kiss book exactly well, let's keep rolling on this day in 1994. U.S. Ice Skating Federation bars Tanya Harding for life. I wonder why. What could she have done? Why? I didn't do it. <laughs> what was that? I, Tanya with Margot Robbie? Yep. yep. That, was, that was kind of an entertaining movie. I saw bits and pieces of it. And I think she did a really good job uh, in that role. Yeah, she did pretty good. Because that also had uh, Bucky. In That's it. right. Yeah. Let's keep moving on. This day in 2004, Spider-Man 2, directed by Sam Raimi, starring Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst, is released. And, of course, we all know that in the next Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland, we're going to see the return of Alfred Molina's Dr. Octopus in some sort of multiverse, Spider-Verse type crossover, which is really exciting. Yeah, I heard it was like during one of the, uh, whether it's true or not, I really like to speculate, but... Uh, when they uh, get to that multiverse, it's right when he falls in the river. Yeah. And I guess yeah. he'll be coming out of the river and that's where it picks up. I don't know. It'll oh. be interesting. I, I'm excited to see it. Spider-Man 2 was a great movie, though. It really was. Um, boy, my uh, computer is freaking out here. All right. Uh, and then finally, this day in 2016, the Ikea Museum opens in the former very first Ikea store in Almaholt, Sweden. And uh, my guess is they have to replace it every couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> Bazinga. Because that is true. 
<laughs> it falls apart on you, you know. It certainly does. And then finally, let's run down some of today's holidays. Or not. It's it's not going holiday. Celebrate. <laughs> uh, my computer decided to upgrade the graphics card uh, just a moment ago. So right, right at the stuff. end. Hey, it wouldn't be like your first day back on radio without a few technical glitches. No, no, not at all. Yeah, why not? But in any case, uh, it is International Asteroid Day. It is International Sailor Moon Day. It, I like Sailor Moon. It flattened the river. It is National Meteor Day. That also flattened the river. National yeah. OOT Day. Day. Um, boy, oh, it is not going to okay. let us play the music out. It is National Parchment Day. It is Social Media Day. And it is National Organization for Women Day. <laughs> yep, Tony's going to just uh, sing the music going out. But uh, <laughs> yeah. you know what? I hear it in my head. <laughs> We're going to regroup. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode. Florida man. So folks, we will see you all tomorrow.